Welcome to Soul Spark with Sarah Godfrey. Hi, you guys. I'm Sarah, and I'm so happy you're here with me. Thank you for spending some of your time to listen to my podcast. My desire with this podcast is so simple. All I want to do is ignite something in you so that you feel a little more free to connect with yourself, with others, and with your life. Today, we're talking about friendship. Friendship can be different as an adult, I feel. And oh my gosh, I honestly really don't feel qualified to talk about this, but I got a request. So here I am being vulnerable with you guys. This podcast episode is really for those who struggle with making and keeping real friends. So I don't know how many of you actually will need this, but I know some of you do. Okay. For me, I feel like adult life has made having friendships way more complicated and probably more complicated than it should be or needs to be. But, you know, simple things like when I very first got married, I remember going to a barbecue with my husband and it was with a bunch of other couples and we went to the barbecue and you know the food was all gathered on a table and then there were some people out playing with a football and so I did what I usually do in social situations or usually did back then. I followed the ball and I went out and started playing catch because guess you know I have six older brothers that's like what I do. I went and played catch and I looked around me while I'm playing catch with these people and I realized that I was the only female out there. (laughs) I looked over to the table where the food was and all the chairs, and that's where all the other women were. And I felt so awkward. My husband was over there talking with everybody, with all the women, because he's not really into sports. Funny how we ended up together. And uh, I was like, went over and got him. I was like, will you please come play catch so I don't feel so awkward. I don't want all these women to think I'm flirting with their husbands. (laughs) And so he came. But I was like, I just felt panicked. I was like, I don't know how to make friends anymore because that's like one of the ways that I did it. Another thing that made it hard for me was that I had a habit that I developed young in life that I always pulled in when life got hard. I just pulled into myself, didn't really talk to other people. But guess what? I had like 10 years of intensely hard stuff. And until the past year or so, I felt really alone because I kept up that habit of pulling in when things were hard. And I'll remind you of a story that I shared in the very first episode of this podcast uh, of a friend that just ghosting me, basically, just cut me out of her life. And that really affected me so deeply in my my belief in my ability to have friends and if people wanted to be my friend. So this comes from a place of love and understanding and intense vulnerability for me. I actually, one of my friends who I've known since right after I graduated high school, we got together for lunch and she's like, hey, I listened to your podcast. And why didn't you, why didn't you tell me what had happened with that friend of yours, you know? And I was like, well, uh, I thought if I told you that you wouldn't want to be my friend either, <laughs> you know? And therein lied a lot of my problem was that I just didn't open up, you know? If you don't open up, you're going to feel alone. Honestly, until like about a year ago, because I had all this intensely hard stuff and I pulled in so hard, I honestly didn't realize how important 
And I I hate saying this because now that I know better, right, I feel really ashamed and also really guilty for all the people who have been there for me that I didn't, I didn't recognize their importance in my life. I didn't realize how much friendships and connection matter to me. I knew I was lonely, but I didn't realize, you know, how much those things matter to me. And I think that I kind of blinded myself to it because it was such, it was my biggest pain point. The thing I'd carried with me for most of my life was this struggle. And I've talked about this before with you guys, you know, once I finally realized connection matters to me, people matter to me. A lot of what I do is because of either wanting connection or wanting to avoid it because I'm worried about getting hurt. I looked back and I was like, oh yeah, all those times when I was like in movement programs, like with my yoga or in dance uh, at BYU or in my program to become a movement analyst and a movement therapist. Oh, it wasn't just the movement that was healing me. It was the people that I was connecting with. Friendship is not just a nice idea of like maybe something if it comes around we can have in our life. It is actually important for your lifespan, right? There's studies that say that loneliness can actually shorten your life. Dan Butner in his TED talk on living to 100, and I'll put this in the show notes. He says, and I'm just summing because it's in a TED talk, right? He says that your friends are perhaps the most significant way you can add years to your life and life to your years. Okay, and and if you're married, don't fall into this trap because I thought this at first because friends were hard for me. A spouse isn't enough. That is way too much to ask of your husband is to be everything for you in that way. Oh my gosh. Don't put that burden on any one person. If you're not married, don't just have one friend that you expect to fulfill all your needs, right? Oh, it's too much to put on one person. So I did a casual poll on Instagram. Okay, so this isn't like a big, huge study. But I asked people, If they had an easy time making new friends, 43% said yes, 57% said they wish they did. Okay, that's why I know this is a need. And for those of us who worry we're kind of too late to find our people, right? Maybe everybody has the friends they need for life and we're just like out of luck. Guess what? And in in the same poll that I did, 78% of all the people I asked said that they like new friends. So Don't let that hold you back, okay? If you want more friends, and I mean real friends, it's on you. Be a friend to others. You have to get out more. Now, this is like an analogy that um, I'm stealing from back when I was like in the dating world, but I remember a speaker I went to was like telling people to date more and to get out, and they're like, oh, I hate going to those things because it's like a meat market and he's like well yeah but that's where the meat is (laughs) like how are you gonna meet other people get out go places where you can meet more people to make more friends if you meet somebody that you connect with this is like dating it's like (laughs) you think it's done even if you get married it's not (laughs) okay initiate get togethers be like hey let's go do this thing together do little things to show your friends that you care Little things matter so much. I think sometimes when we 
are an adult world with like all the responsibility weighing upon us, right? That we think, oh, it's going to take so much work to make a friend and to be a good friend. But it's not. It's just little things like texts or phone calls, small thoughtful gestures, like taking them a card or a quote, inviting them to something. Those things mean a lot to us. And they're just so little. The scary thing for me, and maybe it's the scary thing for you too, when it comes to friendship is that you cannot control others, right? They're going to respond the way they're going to respond, depending on how they feel towards you, what's going on in their life. Yeah, if they actually know that you care, they will just respond the way they're going to. You can't control if they'll reciprocate your friendship. But you know what? You should try anyway, just because it's the right thing to do. Show that you care. Now, you need to do this for the right reasons. I've talked about this so many times, but you don't look to others for evidence that you're lovable and accepted and worthwhile. That is a gift that only you can give yourself. Reach out just because you care about them, not because you're wanting anything back. And when you do that, regardless of how they respond, you'll feel good because you did the right thing. Now, do I mean put yourself out there to the same person, like invest tons of emotional energy into them, like if they're not returning it? Probably not. I mean, you get to decide if that's right or wrong. But for myself, I've noticed that when I am in a good, solid place, acting for the right reasons, just because I care about somebody, it doesn't really matter how they respond. So so give freely, Give freely from a place of wholeness. You don't have so much writing on another person's actions when you're acting from a place of wholeness. Just be open, care, and have fun. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, I know it can seem like it. I freak out a lot too, but like having fun. Friends is supposed to be fun and enjoyable. And a lot of, if you struggle, it might be just the things you're telling yourself. I caught myself the other day being like, it's so hard. It's so complicated. It's so messy. And like, well, maybe I should tell myself it's easy and I'm good at it. As you're interacting with people, bring your whole self. If you hide parts of you, you're not going to feel seen because they're not going to know who you are because you've been keeping that to yourself. Like for me, I'm pretty confident about my knowledge. This sounds so cocky. I I read a lot. I love school. I like relate to Hermione in Harry Potter so much in that way. And so that's kind of like what I feel confident about. And that's what I often would lead with. Like, oh, all the things I know, it's really horrible, like that I can be a know-it-all sometimes. But um, guess what? The only things people reached out to me for was like hey Sarah do you know a book about this like I was their like librarian basically that was frustrating for me because it's like people don't know that I'm fun but it's like because I wasn't showing them that I was fun you know what I mean like if if you don't show your whole self people aren't going to know they can't know your secret inner world people if they don't know I'm funny it's because I'm not showing it So that's just something for you to consider if you're allowing people to know the whole you. Because guess what? The whole you is so much more lovable than just a piece. We like people who feel real because they're dynamic and complex just like we are. So, oh man, 
we let so many things complicate friendship and connection with others, right? It can be tough. I, I get this, especially in adulthood. We're, we're all going through different phases of life at different times. When you're growing up, it's like everybody kind of hits the landmarks around the same time. Everybody moves into high school at the same time. Everyone graduates at the same time. But then when you get into adulthood, it's just crazy, right? (laughs) Some people are getting married. Some people are having babies. Some people are getting divorced. Like, it's crazy. And that can be hard. I, again, in this poll that I did on my little Instagram account, 53% said that they have been able to maintain friendships through different phases of life. But 47%, that's almost half, said that they weren't able to for the most part. Okay, if you're in that boat, I just want you to know that's like almost half. So don't feel bad. Some friendships honestly aren't meant to last forever. I think social media and our ease of keeping in touch with people kind of skews our reality of that. You know, like think about when you're kids, you just became friends with someone because they lived next door. You're like, hey, you like dinosaurs? I like dinosaurs. We're best friends, right? It it was way less complicated. You know, maybe those people were friends with your proximity because, you know, you're a neighbor. It's like easy to be friends with people who live close by. Maybe they're friends with your habits. Yeah, and maybe as you've changed, you don't have those things in common anymore. And that's okay. Maybe they were actually just friends with you on a deep, deep level and life just got in the way. Okay, like I said, I went through like a crazy intense period of time with one thing after another being incredibly hard, intense. And friendships were hard for me uh, just to feel like I could handle because I was like barely getting by. I was just treading water trying not to drown. And and I know some friends who they're just like, ah, oh, it's it's all I can do to keep my kids fed and to bed on time. You know, like I'm just tired by the end of the day. And so I think as adults, we need to give each other grace. Okay, it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't care for you if they're not around as much. Give each other some grace. Like I'm finally coming out of this haze and I'm like, oh, I can handle this again. But like, it doesn't mean I didn't care about those people. I was just like in a very intense few years of my life. And luckily I've been able to keep even through all that, some of my friendships, but a lot of them no. Yeah, the ones that I kept, it's like a miracle. Like, oh my gosh, thanks for sticking around you. Um, what else do we let get in the way? Oh man, um, I asked people this on my poll that I did. A lot of people said like time is a constraint. The energy to put into getting to know another person can be a constraint. And maybe it's just easier to not do it. I get that. Um, being introverted, um, so on board. Yes, I get that. It can be more complicated when you have like your own family because you need husbands and children to also get along if you're wanting to get together with everybody. If you want to just get together with your girls and maybe, maybe it doesn't have to be. And fear, I think that's the biggest, biggest deterrent, right? Fear that these people you're trying to connect with aren't maybe actually trustworthy or that they'll abandon you or hurt you in some way because others have in the past. I get that. I've been there and it sucks. (laughs) I want to read you this quote from, it's a book called A Tribe Called Bliss. It's by Lori Harder. I'll put the link to it in the show notes. It's a book on connection and I'm going to be honest, when I first bought it, I was like thoroughly angry because she was like, 
do this book with other people. And I was like, I just wanted to read about connection alone. Thanks. And I even threatened to my husband. I was like, I think I have to return this book. I hate it. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. (laughs) But she says in this, and I quote, I have a belief that if we don't have the tribe and relationships we want, it's not because we can't find the right people. It's because we're afraid of real connection. We're afraid of the work it takes. We're afraid of how we show up or of not offering enough value in relationships. We're also scared to ask deeper questions in order to move past the small talk. Even scarier, what do we say if we get past the small talk? We keep it superficial because we don't know what to ask and we fear being intrusive or being rejected. I feel like she summed that up so well. So here's the deal, you guys, if you struggle with friendships. And drop like a truth bomb here on you, okay? If what you're doing doesn't work, you have to do something else. That means changing your patterns, right? That means getting uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because it's new. Discomfort is necessary for change. If you need a refresher on that, check out episode two. That's like the whole episode. That's what it's about. But discomfort is necessary for change. So if you want more friendships and you're not having them, you need to do something different than what you've been doing. If if trust is an issue, just do a little bit out of a time. If you cannot trust someone if you are not giving them anything to trust them with. Okay, is that clear? Um, Brene Brown has this great analogy about a marble jar and she says that trust is like that. Her daughter had a marble jar at school in the classroom that her teacher would put marbles into when the kids would do positive things and take marbles out of when they did negative things, right? And Brene says that trust is like that. You got to put some marbles in the jar and see what they do with it. And then, you know, if they don't handle it well, don't trust them. But you have to give them something in the first place. That's how you build trust, You can't expect the person to just show you they're trustworthy if you're only handing them small things that you don't really care about. So what you need to ask yourself is what hurts more, loneliness and not being known or being brave and trying. Connect more, care more, not less. Decide that you can handle the work and the discomfort that is needed in order to change. I struggled for so long with believing so many bad and untrue things about myself that even when I had people care about me and compliment me and tell me they thought I was great, I didn't believe them. I was like, why would they lie about that? That's so rude. (laughs) Why would they tell me I'm great? They don't really think that. Okay, and that's one of the things that taught me the problem wasn't with other people. It wasn't like, oh, poor me. I'm so lonely. No one cares for me. It was like, I gotta change. The problem was me. You need to decide to believe that you're worth knowing. You need to risk trusting, even if it's just little bits at a time, and see how people handle it. You need to risk showing you care. I decided in all this pain that I was having and the loneliness that I was having that I was just going to love me and accept me as I am right now. Social anxieties and insecurities and all, right? Like, honestly, I I sometimes get scared when people are really friendly, especially when they stick around after a while. I I get scared because I've been hurt before. I'm like, oh, 
I don't know if I can, how do I navigate this? I'm really good at being friendly at the beginning, but like, ooh, if they're sticking around, like, ah, it's scary. That's scary, right? Because then you have more invested. I get it. Oh my gosh, like I go to events and sometimes this is so embarrassing. I bring books with me. Like it's like a security blanket. Just in case I want to hide, I have a book with me. <laughs> and I honestly usually don't even touch it, but it just helps me feel better. So I get it. I, I have these things. I have fears. But I just decide that I'm enough. I don't have to fix my fears and my insecurities first. I'm going to show up as me. Because like I said, people connect to what's real. And that's part of me being real right now. And yes, I hope those things change, but I I don't want to waste any more time waiting for them to change. And guess what? Those things won't ever change if I don't risk. I just decide, you know what? I love people and I'm not going to let fears get in my way anymore. You need to decide what's worth it for you. Take risks, you know, understand that, yeah, it might be messy. It might be complicated, but it might also be really, really good. I hope that I've given you guys some things to think about, you know, remembering why friendship is so important and how to overcome the hurdles that often we let get in the way. Those things are only in the way if we decide they are. You are worth knowing. You are worth being a friend too. Just show up as you, even if it's scary, and it'll be okay. You're strong enough to handle it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Subscribe if you're liking what you're hearing. Leave a review and share this with someone. I'm sure you probably know other people who need to learn a bit more about being brave in friendship. I hope that you feel a little more free to connect with what matters most in your life just from listening. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you guys next time.